Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. We're going to talk about the Angels series, which the Astros won. In very exciting fashion, but as always, here to talk about it, Tom. What's up, buddy? Good morning, Rob. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Three days ago, there was a lot of gloom and doom. There was there was, there was a lot of upset fans. I gotta believe they're singing a different tune this morning. Let's talk about it. We told them not to worry. <laughs> we did. Also, they went on the road. They're better on the road. I don't know why. I can't explain it. All right, let's talk about this. Hunter Brown started game one. Bottom of the second, Renfro, solo home run. The guy, I never noticed it, spitting image of Mike Trout. <laughs> and then the Astros have a good inning. Bregman with a triple, brings in Dubon. Jordan double, brings in Bregman and Abreu. Bring, uh, brings in Jordan with a double of his own. We're up three to one. Everything's good. Bottom of the third, Otani. RBI double, Rendon, RBI single. We're tied three to three. So in this game, it was like we would take the lead and they would tie. And uh, so we're sitting at three to three. Like I said, Hensley had a solo home run. We're up four to three. Otani ties it up with an RBI double. And then bottom of the eighth, Drury with an RBI triple. And then a sack fly by somebody else. I didn't write it down. Six to four. <laughs> That's your final score. So I'm going to tell you Hunter Brown's line. And then I want to ask you the question that James Roy asked us in our text group, if that's what it's called. Four and a thirds, nine hits, four runs, a walk, three strikeouts, gave up a home run. Was that the first of the season? I know that for sure. But was it the first one of his career? Um, I just know for sure it was the season. I don't, I think it was the first one of his career. I know Blummer and TK made mention of it. I just can't remember exactly what they said. Uh, but just, just, I mean, it's really good. It's a really good lineup. You know, we're going to talk about it throughout the series. It is a really good lineup. Yeah. You got, uh, Renfro who thinks he's trout just because he looks like trout. And it seems like every time we get the lead, Otani's up. It's it's a good lineup. So I mean, they got they're a good team. They've been a good team offensively for a long time. They've just they spend all their money scoring runs instead of stopping runs, and that's what keeps them from winning championships. Seth Martinez an inning and two thirds. Love the Magic Man. Naris no runs and a strikeout. And then Montero shits the bed. One hit, two runs, a walk, and a strikeout. <laughs> Takes the loss. Six point one four ERA. A walk, a pop-out, a triple, a sack fly, and a strikeout. Not good. No, no. Montero struggled the last three starts, or the last three appearances, I should say. He came out of the gates looking great. And I just wonder if something's wrong mechanically. 
that they need to work on that, you know, they really haven't had any time. I mean, they've played a lot of baseball so far. They've also played a very difficult schedule. It's like, like I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record a little bit because, you know, like, like we talked about, James asked, is there something wrong with Hunter? And I really don't think Hunter Brown's pitched that poorly. It's just, it was the Atlanta Braves. It was the, you know, the angels. I mean, there's a lot of boppers in this lineup. You can get, you can get hurt pretty bad if you're not careful. And I, I think, you know, both of those guys kind of like, uh, and maybe, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think they could have had some calls go one way or the other, and that would have totally changed the outcome of the game. But you get behind some of these hitters. Uh, you talked about Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro definitely benefits from being behind Otani and Trout because more often than not, one of those guys got on. So you, you kind of have to pitch them more straight up because there's runners on base. You can't pitch around him even though he doesn't necessarily have the protection behind him. So uh, I, I don't believe Montero is broken. I think Montero is just not completely right. And uh, someone needs th- to fix him. Right, right, right. And I, and I think that's, that's on the, the pitching uh, coaches to really get into a bullpen with him and just be like, all right, we need to get you back to 21 Montero towards the end of the season or towards the beginning of the season because he kind of faltered down late a little bit too. And uh, I think he'll be fine. I mean, the velo's there, you know, the, the movement on his pitches is there. Maybe location could be better. I think some of it too is he had a couple of bad outings and he might be in his head. He might be trying to do too much. He might be mad and throwing too hard. You never know. There's just something that he needs to change. But for me as a fan, it's like, hey, dude, figure it out or don't go in there. And when when Framber pitched the next day, I was like, I hope I hope uh, Montero don't even have his uniform on. I don't want this guy <laughs> nowhere near that ninth inning. But anyway, in the first game, Jordan two for four with an RBI. Alex Bregman, I spoke about him having a low batting average. Came, he's two for four also. Abreu, he's starting to knock in runs, and and Hensley uh, had a home run. So good job by Hensley even though his batting average is like 40, but uh, <laughs> I, I want to, I don't make, I just don't want to forget about the lineup to yesterday. I, I just loved it. And I, I'll make sure I don't forget to talk about that, but here's, here's the scoring highlights with Framber. Framber's amazing. Bottom of the third, Neto got a home run. Top of the fifth, the greatest catcher in the, in the history of baseball, Martin Maldonado had a two run Homer right in, the greatest center field. I'm just kidding. Jake Myers, two to one, and then Jordan. They just keep pitching to him, and he just keeps knocking in runs every game. He's been on base every game this, that he's played this year. He's just amazing. Hensley came in, three to one, and that was it. Framer Valdez, eight innings, three hits, one run, 12 strikeouts. He made it look so easy. The last time he pitched really well, but he was struggling, and this time it was like it was like nothing. So in the post-game interview, they interviewed Maldi because obviously Maldi had the the, the big shot against Otani. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, they asked him about Framber and how great it was to catch him. And he said, look, he had everything working. He had great command. And when he's like that, he's so tough. And, and I mean, he proved it. This is, this is a very potent lineup. The day before was so good, you know, at getting to Hunter Brown, who's got great stuff too. So to show the difference between 
where Hunter is and where Framber is. Not to say that Hunter, like again, not to say that Hunter pitched incredibly poorly, but this just shows how great Framber was because he had them off balance all night. They just never could find him. And he pitched, you know, he did exactly what the Astros needed because the bullpen had been so taxed. So for Framber to go basically the game and then just hand it to Presley, I mean, so cr- crucial for, for this team, especially because they're out on the road. Yeah, Presley had two strikeouts, got save number five. Going back to Hunter Brown, I had 100% confidence in this dude going into that game. My confidence level with him now is still 100. I'm still confident in the guy. I haven't lost anything. Bregman, another two for four game. Maldi, one for four with two RBIs. Jordan, one for three with a walk, and he drove in another run. And Pena, one for four. So not a lot of offense by the Astros, but they were facing Otani. You look at Framber and Otani, and you knew it wasn't going to be a lot of runs scored. And uh, Framber, like, stood up to whatever the challenge facing Otani, and uh, it was a pretty awesome game. Game three was CJ. He's like, hey, <laughs> whatever you can do, I can do, buddy. <laughs> he didn't quite get what Framber did, but he did pretty awesome today. Top of the first, Jordan solo home run. Home run number eight, we're up one to nothing. Bottom of the second, Renfro. Trout Jr., two-run homer. We're down two to one. Uh, Yiner Diaz, sack fly. We're tied. Jake Myers, RBI single, brings in jokes. We got the lead. Pena, two-run single, brings in Hensley and Jake. We're up five to two. We go into the ninth inning, and we hand it off to our closer, Ryan Presley, who gives up a two-run homer to Otani. And uh, but he gets out of it, and we win the game five to four. Did you get a chance to watch the game today? I got home to see the ninth inning, and let me tell you, I, 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 it was not, it was not pleasant because you know I'm listening to the game. It was your fault. Yeah, basically, right? (laughs) I was like, turn the TV off. Don't watch no more. Um, you know, Presley really had a, I don't want to say a tough time, but. I mean, that heart of the lineup when it's right is very, very dangerous. Oh, yeah. Trout, you know, gets the knock. And then Otani, what can you say about Otani? I thought he made a good pitch to Otani. Otani's just that special. Yeah. You know, Otani saw him the day before. He got to see him twice. I think part of what makes Presley so incredibly tough is that you see him once and and it just, you know, you can't you can't keep up with what you, even though you've got like the 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 laptop and you're looking at, at, you know, pitching reports, scouting reports, whatever doesn't help until you see him. So the fact that Otani got to see him twice, I think really helped him the second day. So, you know, things got dicey and then luckily, Hey, he got down to the bottom of the lineup a little bit and got the outs he needed. The Astros got an incredible series win that was much needed going forward. Presley gives up a two run dong to Otani and picks up save number six. It's a, a save he can be proud of. Pena, two for four with two RBIs. Alvarez, one for four, another RBI. Kyle Tucker, one for four. Diaz, one for three. He got to play twice this weekend, one at uh, first base. He played first base. But that's what we, we I want to talk about that lineup. I don't have it on me. I don't have to remember most of it. Jake, one for four. Maldi, one for three. Martin Maldonado, seven hits. 
in his last seven games. There was one game he had two hits, one game he had zero, but he's doing the Dubon now, I guess. And um, that's it. The Astros 19 and 18. They are three and a half games behind Texas. And then the Angels are 20 and 18. So when this lineup came out, I saw D, you know, like I'm not like super Diaz fan or anything, but when I saw him on first, I was like, you know what? That's cool. And then Tucker <laughs> was DHing and Jokes was in right field. And I'm like, this is what I've been wanting Dusty to do. Like, give people a rest and tinker with the lineup. Like, try people in other places. I, I, what did you think? I, I thought it was like a cool lineup. I really enjoyed it. The very first thing that jumped out at me, the very first thing I saw, and the very first thing I was excited about was that Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker were batting back-to-back. And this is something that I thought that they needed to do for no other reason that those are your two best hitters and you need to protect them. The same reason that that Trout and Otani go back-to-back. Now, I know they're left and right, so yeah. that makes it very yeah. easy. But Jordan has proven he can hit lefties. Tucker's proven he can hit lefties. So the fear that a lefty is going to all of a sudden come in and mow your guys down because, you know, they're going left on left makes no sense to me. No. I think if you're struggling to score and you need to protect your hitters with the best possible protection you can give them or at least make that part of the lineup damage incorporated like you always like to, you know, shout out yeah. to Blummer, you yeah. always like to put out there. That's what you need to do. I did not know that Yiner had first bag, first base in his bag, but he looked good. I did not think he couldn't play the position. That's a potential move for him. If going I were, if, if I wasn't an Astro fan, let's say I was an Angels fan, and that was the first game I seen in the Astros, I would have no idea that this guy wasn't the first baseman. He looked he looked natural out there. Yeah, yeah, Yiner Diaz is going to be somebody that if he can do this long term. You're just going to have a, a, a Swiss Army knife that that's so critical to your team oh, yeah. because you talk about the way they're looking going forward with Corey Lee if they don't make any moves and stuff like that. <laughs> These guys are going to be able to move around because I believe Corey can play some first too. So that's just so valuable because not yeah. all teams have that. And then you talk about jokes moving around and then and Tucker getting to play DH. It's something that, you know, as a fan base, I'd, I'd like to think we're pretty in tune. We're okay. This is what you need to do to because we've seen it. And Dusty's just really stubborn. But today he's like, all right. He basically gave us what we wanted and he got the dub. I should have asked Astros future, but I was curious because if Corey Jokes ever plays infield, because Dubon's out, they got Hensley at second. And so I asked Blummer, he didn't answer me this time, but it's like, can Jokes play second? I think like he, he can play third. Well, why wouldn't he be able to play second? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. I mean, that's that's every every position is his own little thing. Oh, okay. You know. All right. I just assume if a guy could play third, he could play second. I'll look it up. Well, I mean, you got to range one way to the other. You know, and yeah. then the double play stuff. I mean, that that actually takes a lot. All right. So we got some good stuff coming up, folks. Why Tom looks that up. We are going to give you some news, some injury updates survivor hand out some hardware and then i got some things that i want to talk about with the corpus christy hooks we will do all of that folks right after this you are listening to astros baseball 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back. Tom, did you find that yet? I am working on it. I'm trying to get all his minor league stuff. Baseball reference only wants to talk about him being a major league baseball player because <laughs> we don't think he's going anywhere, and apparently they don't either. We'll have to find out. All right. Let's talk with this. Let's do the, let's do the players of the series. I, when I was taking my notes, I forgot all about it, and so it's at the very bottom, but let's go ahead and do it. Players of the series, offensive player of the series. <laughs> I figured you were just going to lead into it with uh, the guy no, that I, I believe. No, okay, I want to. Okay. I want to hear your pick. So, I mean, I tried not to overthink it. I, I went with Jordan Alvarez. You know, he hits the big homer yesterday to get it going. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's almost like I picked I Jordan also. Okay, okay. I know I, you I, thought I was going to pick Maldi, but no. I did. I really did. Jordan I, I, knocked in a run every game. I mean. You would have been justified in picking Maldi, too, because that's here, that's not. Here's what I did when I was doing that. It was the three finalists were Jordan, Alex Bregman, and Maldi. That was my three finalists. I think that's perfect. All right. Pitcher of the series. I wanted to give it to Javier so bad, but you <laughs> cannot give it to anybody unless a guy that unless a guy throws eight innings and strikes out like a dozen people. You can't do it. Framber yeah, Valdez. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Framber Framber is the guy. Incredibly, incredibly important start for so many reasons. I mean, you needed him to be the ace of your staff. You needed him to be the stopper. They lost three in a row, and then for him to just absolutely save your entire bullpen with this start on top of that he could have went six and a third and it would have still been a great start but to go eight just yeah. so huge no question for Amber Valdez so the Rose you could say you know what Javier deserves some hardware but so does Maldonado so does David Hensley for getting a home run but I went with my boy Rose winner, Martin Maldonado. Who expected him to get a two-run <laughs> homer? Who expected him to have seven hits in seven games? He's my boy. He's my Rose. I went there, too, for, for no other reason that I knew that's where you were going. And on top of this, I wanted to talk about it. All right. I believe, I believe we, we're – Astro Twitter is very good, myself included, about – Hammering on Maldi when when we can hammer on Maldi. I think that this only 
proves why people have the gripe against him because when he's hitting, this is a different ball club, you know? And, and it's like, I need the, I need the 260 Maldi. I need that guy to be able to do what we, what he did this weekend, because then it doesn't matter. Like you don't need Myers to have a great series. You don't need Chaz to have a great series. Hell, you don't need jokes to have a great series. You're able to take on another guy's bad day. But when you can pretty much pencil in Maldi for an offer with two Ks, that's tough. It's so hard for your offense knowing, all right, I got to cover this guy every time. Now, when Maldi gives you the offensive side, they're they're so hard to beat because now the lineup turns over and he's either on or, you know, he's moved guys over. And now the top of the lineup can go do damage because what we've seen so far is that We've gotten a spy production from a Chaz, from a Myers, from a Jokes, but then it always stops at Baldy because he's he's not the, the offensive uh, catcher that you need. So this series shows that if, if Maldi can do that, psh, team's going to be great. And especially while we're waiting on these other guys to get back to form, you kind of need him to pick up some a little bit. And this is why he should be the coach Rose. And I think you're justified for going out there going, look at my boy, because yeah. they won these games because hey, did I thing. back him nonstop. And it makes me happy that uh, he does well. So I pointed this out the other day and it was after the first game against LA. So after the first game against LA, the Astros were three and seven in their last 10. Jordan had the highest batting average on the team with 355 Martin Maldonado in that three and seven stretch had the second highest batting average on the team. I don't know what it is now because I'm not a statistician and I didn't look it up, but congrats to Maldi. I love it. So I, I, I did find the Corey joke stuff and there is some reasoning why you probably don't want to play him at second base in 2022. <laughs> For the Space Cowboys, he played four games at second base. He spent 28 and two-thirds innings at second place, or second base, I'm sorry, and committed three errors. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, he has done it, but clearly it's not as he looks he looks good in the outfield. I I I like how he can cover right field. Because he, he can do a, the he can do the corners and give both of those guys a rest. Tucker can slide over to center and give whoever a center fielder is a rest. I think with Jolks, we're we're a complete outfield. And you still got Dubon. He is a much better outfielder than he is in anything else as far as a fielder. <laughs> it sounds like it. At second and third, he's committed 12 errors. And at every outfield position, granted, it's 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 not as it's not as hard to commit an error, I guess, or it is harder to commit an error in the outfield. Yeah. He's only committed two errors in the outfield. All right. I need to stop saying all right. <laughs> but anyway, that's just what I do, folks. And I, I'm sorry if you don't like it. Let's do these. Let's do this injury stuff. Michael Brantley, the guy goes to rehab in Sugarland, hits two doubles every game. He goes to to Los Angeles to join the team, but he wasn't gonna get activated yet, and now he's hurt, and he's back in Houston. He said. Uh, his shoulder was more sore than usual, the one he got surgery on. So I don't know what's going on with him. And then Chaz comes back after playing in Corpus and plays one game with the Astros, goes 0 for 4, 
And now he shut down because his back is sore. The Chaz thing is interesting because when they interviewed him post game, he looked great. <laughs> so it's almost like they're like, hey, guy, uh, Jake's kicking ass and you went over four. So let's just tell everybody your back hurts. And I think also right now, they probably want to see more Jake. I, I, Something tells me, and this is my conspiracy theory. I like aluminum your conspiracy theory. Huh? I that like they when are, you do that. They are, they are absolutely trying to increase this man's trade value so that if they need to trade him, they can. Oh, Jake's. Think, yes. And, and I believe that he needs to play. People need to see it. He needs to produce. He needs to have a grab like he had against Otani. Uh, I believe that was uh, Tuesday, right? No. Monday? One of those days. Uh, laid out, amazing grab. You know, uh, Otani was going to get a double if he didn't make that catch. Anyway, you need to see him hit the ball. You need to see him do it at the major league level against major league hitting so that people go, yeah, you know, he could slide into my lineup as a center fielder. He could be a piece. And, and it wouldn't be like I'm giving you nothing or I got no value for him. I just don't feel like Chaz is really is hurt. I, I can't see a guy deadlifting <laughs> on a game day. Like that'd be the last thing I do. I need my legs more than anything else to mm. baseball to, 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 to cover ground. Why would I be lifting with my legs that day? That makes sense. I know a lot of Astro fans I, I've been reading on Twitter. They're kind of like, they were asking Chandler Rome. Did you happen to see that conversation? And they're, they're like, why don't they just tell us what's going on? Like why, like everything is so like cloak and dagger. And he's like, this is how they are. They've been like that forever. And I'm, I don't know, just, we want to know, but I guess if they don't want us to know, then that's what it is. All right. Let's get to this before we get to our survivor picks. Drew Gilbert. Who's awesome. Of course. Promoted to Corpus. And I was like, dude, I am going to go to Corpus. They, someone said on, on TV or they made a video, get yourself down to Corpus. So I look at their schedule and they're here. They're here playing the missions. So I was going to go to Wolf Stadium the day before yesterday. Rained all day. It rained it out. But they played last night when I had to work. They played a doubleheader. My boy, Red Coba, who was son of my friend that I've known since I was in second grade pitched six and a third innings. He's two and one with a one one six, six ERA in his last four outings. So I wanted to bring that up. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to the game and I'm getting the ball signed by this drew Gilbert dude before he gets too big. So that's my goal. I really hope you get to see him. Uh, uh, I think this guy is just absolutely amazing. He absolutely rakes. I haven't seen any anything crazy on the defensive side, but I don't doubt that he's got it in his bag because he's just an athlete. But every time I see him at the plate, it's it's just a, an amazing hit tool. You know, gets gets into you know double A. You think that there's going to be like a period of nah, nah, it goes two four with the double, no big deal. <laughs> he just all he does is hit. And uh, guy like that, I can't wait to see him in an Astros uniform. I'm starting to wonder, you know, we talked about it the other day or whatever. And, and yeah, September for sure. You know, we were on the relevant app. People get on the relevant app. Go check that out. It's awesome. 
we're we're on the relevant app. Oh, he'll be he'll be there in September. Man, this guy might be there in July. Like if he's <laughs> going to keep hitting like this, what's going to stop them from fast fast tracking this guy up? And then if you have the trade value and you you move some of these guys around, <laughs> you bring him on. Hey. The guy that got drafted number 1 ahead of him played 44 games in double A and they promoted him to MLB. The, I'm not counting out that I was like you. I think I was part of that conversation. I was like, ah, for sure. September call up for sure. At least that. And now it's like, whoa, Corpus already people jump from Corpus. I mean, if he goes to Corpus and it's 363, like Carlos Correa, when he came here with, uh, I guess it was the express. No, it was the hooks. It was the hooks. And I looked up at the board and the guy's hitting like 389. And he played a couple more games, played like 11 or 12 games in AAA, and, and he went right up. Like, I, I was mean, at the game, he got called the, up. He didn't this guy's coming. Game. This yeah. guy's coming. He really Without is. Without a doubt, he's coming. And I'm Dana, excited about it. Dana Brown has talked about it. He wants that guy to challenge for the center field spot, which if your GM is like going, this is the guy, what's stopping him if you're producing from going, that's the guy? So I firmly believe that there is going to be a scenario where if he's continuing to play at this level, they're not going to stop him. They're only going to speed it up. And I, for for one, I'm I'm all for it. I, I don't think he's he's been slowed down not one bit. He's hit everywhere he's been. And like I said, he's an absolute athlete. The the double he hit that I saw that he hit yesterday, it was it wasn't anything incredible. Like it wasn't in the gap. The dude cut it off. But he turned he turned first base and like nah I'm turning this into a double turn the Jets on and I it was a it was probably more of a routine single but he was like nope I'm going and he made it. Whoever was in the chat room with us they said that uh, I think that people passed on him because he's short, but this guy's a stud and I can't wait. Saturday I'm off doubleheader. I'm I probably can't watch two games but. Uh, I'm going. I, I gotta get me. I got a baseball. So the day, so the, the 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 game I'm talking about when I saw Correa, I could have swore like they hit it to him, and he threw the guy out like a ground out. And I had my Astro stuff on, and I went like this, and the first baseman threw it to me. But I, I, I that's what I tell everybody. Am I 100 sure that it got hit to Correa? <laughs> no, I don't remember. So that matter for you. That's all. You were there. That's all that matters. But I. I believe that's the ball that I'm going to take because it doesn't have a signature on it. And I'm going to try to get my boy, Rhett Kuba on the same Koba. Sorry, Koba. I'm going to get him on the same ball. The, the same way when I got Luke Barry Hills, I got Corey Jolks just because he was standing there. And when I was younger, I know I told you this, that uh, I told Jose Lima to get Billy Wagner to sign my ball. And then I was like, why didn't I get Jose Lima? I could have Lima and <laughs> Wagner on the same ball. And I, I won't do that again. I learned my lesson. All right. Survivor. Didn't go well for me, Tom. <laughs> I picked the Cubs over the Cardinals and the Cardinals killed them. And now I am five and three. Tom, however, picked the Yankees over the A's. I think he picked the A's to lose more than anything. And he is now six and two. The so A's did we... have a lead in that game, though. <laughs> it yeah. started off bad. 
So now we have to give you our picks for tonight, I guess, right? My pick is in. Chicago White Sox over Kansas City. That's my pick. I'm going to go there with you. So I can, I cannot lose any ground or gain any ground. <laughs> that, I mean, there's only six games so what's on the funny slate. Is I wrote we picked my, so many of them. I wrote my pick. Yeah, so today, folks, it was tough. And we're going to try to get some of y'all to play along with us when we finish. But we we can't pick the same team twice. And there's not a lot of teams playing. We got to choose between Arizona, Kansas City, like nobody. It was it was tough. It was kind of between Arizona and the White Sox, but I think Kansas City beat the White Sox yesterday. I went with I pitching think, matchups. I think when we include the 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 loyal listeners, the the faithful, I think we should we should reset the deck, start over, and and just everybody on there, you know, Ooh. from day one. We got to figure out how to like do it online. It would be cool to do it every day. And then it won't it'll only take a month and we can keep doing it. But I mean, me and you could do it. We could come on and say, Hey, these were our last three picks or whatever. I don't, but we'll just keep doing it like this for now. And we'll figure it out folks. I think that's it. Is it it? <laughs> Yeah, that is it, except for the final thoughts. Well, you got any? I do, I do. I'm really interested to see what Jose Abreu does in Chicago playing the White Sox. Mm. I really feel like this is a guy that if there was ever a chance for him to get comfortable, for him to get going, it's going to be looking at the batter's eye in Chicago, coming home, because that was his home for a long time. And I think, yes, there will be pressure, but I think he's going to, you know, that hype and I think he's going to deal with that pressure have a really good series and maybe that is what gets this guy going because I know early on in the season there was talk about he had a hard time seeing the the baseball and I, I know this is a thing it is a thing for every hitter some batter's eyes just look more appealing they pick up the baseball you know so much better and when you only have a split second to do it that, that is so critical to be able to see the baseball coming out of the pitcher's hand because of what's going on in the background. So I'm really looking forward to that, really hoping that that works out. Also looking to see another J.P. France start. I really feel like he had a really great first start. This is a team that I don't think is as talented as the team he faced, so I'm hoping. Now, there's boppers there, absolutely, but there's holes in that lineup. I'm, I'm really hoping that he can repeat or exceed the performance he had before. And then... We'll see another series win. Who knows? It's a totally different narrative. You know, if they go two and one again or, or a sweep potentially, I know we got Belak in there. So I don't know how I feel about, you know, Belak. Uh, other well, than... I was going to give the pitching matchups when you were done with your final thoughts. So. Please do, please do. So you don't uh... have to like try to remember them all. <laughs> I got So we I do have you. JP France tonight. He's matched up against Kopik, who is one and three with a 5.97 ERA. I would say I'm a homeboy, so I am advantage France. I think we're going to win that. Game two, Belak against Dylan Cease. Advantage White Sox. And then Hunter Brown against Lucas Giolito. Hunter Brown's ERA is lower than his. I think Sunday's game is, is going to be awesome, and I... 
have that game and relevant, and hopefully, I have my partner by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we shall see. Uh, <laughs> I'm look. I'm really looking forward to this this weekend series because I think this will go a long way towards easing some of the minds. Chicago hasn't been nearly as good. Now, Luis Suarez is hitting the ball. Dylan Cease is phenomenal. He's probably going to be there for Cy Young. So there, there is potential for stuff to go south. But like you spoke to earlier, this team has played so much better on the road. I think that they band together a little bit more. They 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 lock in a little bit more than they do when they get home, which I know that sucks for us as fans because we go to these games and I'm like, why do you play so much better on the road? It's us against the world on the road. At yeah. home, they got home cooking. They got their own bed. They kind of take their foot off the pedal a little bit. So I really look for them to have a good, strong road trip. And then, like we talked about, the reinforcements are on the way. I know that the Michael Brantley news sucked, but they then, then Dusty turned around and said, we could have him for the White Sox series. So if he just needs an extra day or two off to, to because swinging a bat you know, takes a toll on his shoulder, we give it to him. We want Michael Brantley for the stretch. We want Michael Brantley down the, the you know postseason time, assuming you know, the throws get there. So that's all I'm looking forward to, and I really think they can get it going right here. Lucas Giolito is 2-2 two and two with a 3.59 ERA. Monday, when they get through with Chicago, the Southsiders, the Cubs will be coming into town, and that is pretty exciting. And then after that is a weekend series against the Athletics. So if we can dominate the White Sox, because we are one game over 500, you're looking at possibility of three wins against the A's, two wins against the Cubs, two here. That's four, seven, seven, and two. Add that seven, 26, 26 and 20. I don't know. I can't do the math that fast. We're good. It'll be it'll be a whole lot closer to the top. Let's put it that way. Yeah, this is a we're set up good right now. We're, we we went through the gauntlet. We had to play the Angels. We had to play Seattle after the gauntlet. Oh, time's running out. All right. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on, on Astros, Astros Baseball. baseball. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.